No need to look any farther, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation for all your latest sport reports across the nation. So don't change your channel, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation. So don't change your channel, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation for all your latest sport reports across the nation. No need to look any farther, you chose the right station. For the people in the back of that thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hi, how y'all been? How y'all been? How y'all been, man? <laughs> Happy New Year to y'all. Can you dig it? Welcome to Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. I'm your host, Mr. Cowboy Nation. And Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation is brought to you by Snap Pick Productions. Right? Oh, uh, we have a YouTube channel. Mr. Cowboy Nation, uh, IG is underscore Mr. Cowboy Nation underscore. Of course, this page, Jerome, Mr. Cowboy Nation McNeary. Also, uh, page solely dedicated to the show. Let's talk football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. Any, any of those, any, any, anyone you choose, right? So, you, any, any, any of those will keep you up with the show, keep you up with all things football, right? So, hell, like and subscribe on all of them. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> But not really, any one of them, though. Any one of them, we cool, right? So you want to keep up with the show, that's the best way to do it. Take your pick. All right, so cash app donations. You'll see my producer drop the cash app tag down here on the front of the desk. Um, we're not asking for a specific amount, you know, whatever's on your heart. Totally, it's, it's totally appreciated, and, and it is needed, right? So uh, we are available on all major platforms, my personal favorite being Spotify. Can you dig it? So when you go on Spotify and you're looking for us, right, you search Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. That Mr. Cowboy with Mr. Cowboy Nation is very important. Let me tell you why. There's a lot of Let's Talk Footballs, but there's only one Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. Can you dig that? <laughs> all right, let me quit playing, man. Y'all been gone. Well, I've been gone. I've been out of the way, right? Uh, like I said, I've been... With my family for the holidays and everything. So back to the grind and, 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 and back to get y'all who y'all came to see this evening. Let's get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Petty, Pendergrass. It's in the bill. Let's go, man. All right, so. Oh, let's talk football. Uh, this, the first episode of the new year, 2024, right? Can you dig it? We are, we have made history already. First episode of 2024, we got an old lineman. Never, I don't remember ever bringing an old lineman over. Anywho, Roger Rosengarden, yeah, I think this is, come on down here. Now, I know you probably asking, Mr. Cowboy Nation, who the hell is Roger Rosengarden? <laughs> 
Okay, Roger Rosengarden. I, I got you, Coach. Roger Rosengarden is the right tackle for the Washington Huskies, right? He should be resonated for impersonating a right tackle. He he was more he was more like a human turnstile. Can you dig it? Boy couldn't block the sun out his ass. <laughs> I'm talking about couldn't block nobody. Just lined up and took turns beating him. They beat him with speed. They beat him with power. They beat him with technique. He just he just didn't look strong in no area of the game. It, he was a revolving door. <laughs> like he he was the sole reason that the Washington offense struggled. Right, well, whenever they got a big play downfield, it's a flag on the field because number seventy-three, hell, because he got the he got his behind whooped at the line, or Penny's just flat getting hit <laughs> because number seventy-three got his behind whooped again. Just terrible. What's your, what's your name again, boy? Roger Rose. Just terrible, Roger. Terrible. Terrible. Come on down here. Come on down here in front of the congregation. <laughs> no, you can't block nothing. <laughs> I'm talking about real, real revolving though. All right, next. I see you, Joe. I see you, Joe. I'm uh, I'm finna get with you in a minute, E. Cushion. I'm gonna holler at you too, Joe. Uh, next I got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars started out eight and three, right? Eight and three. You know, look was was in my top five power rankings numerous weeks, looking like they were gonna really take the next step, make a deep playoff run. Right, get to week 18. All you have to do, Jacksonville, is beat the what what's what's Tennessee's record? Four and twelve. <laughs> Four and twelve. Uh, let me look at it. Let me let me look it up. <laughs> if anybody know Tennessee record, y'all put it here. Before week 18, we're not gonna uh, five. It was five. <laughs> that, but that game made it five, right? <laughs> so five and twelve. So the four and twelve Tennessee Titans. You got to do Jacksonville beat the four and twelve Tennessee Titans. You punch your ticket in the playoffs. Easy as pie, right? Wrong, wrong. Let <laughs> let Derek here we go for a buck fifty. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence went straight. Jameis Winston, right? They like through like two a little over two hundred yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Just couldn't straight Jameis Winston, right? Just <laughs> couldn't help it all. Couldn't help it all. Just terrible. Oh my, oh my, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> oh my. All right. So, so speaking of blowing big opportunities on week eighteen, right? Y'all know I be getting that feeling right here. Bro. <laughs> I be getting that warm feeling. Yeah, feel it, feel it, feel it. Come on down here and see me feel it. <laughs> feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. <laughs> feel it. All right, E-Cuz. Yeah, E-Cuz, my boy E-Cuz asked me where I've been. All right, so Christmas and New Year's, I, 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 I get real tired up with my family. It be hard for me to get here to the studio, right? I had family in town. Then my producer's with his family as well, so it's just our schedules just kind of never quite seem to, you know, I can't get in the studio, right? So that's why I've been, E-Cush. So I've been, I've, you know, holidays, I've been tied up with the family. But this is a question I got, E-Cush. How I've been gone for two weeks, and y'all still suck, Philly? <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all were trash 
Before I took the little two weeks off to be with my family, I come back and y'all still train. <laughs> what? <laughs> y'all the Giants. Y'all should have been swept by the Redskins. Y'all should have been swept by the Giants. You let Arizona beat the brakes off you. Tampa probably finna beat the brakes off. Just all and we what we tell you, Philly. What we tell y'all. That 10 and 1 ain't real. Y'all slick sorry. I ain't no slick. I was t- I would call y'all sorry. I say y'all sorry, Philly. Y'all sorry. It's 10 y'all, y'all the worst 10 and 1 team we have ever seen. The wheels on that on that wagon are very unstable. They look like they're gonna come off in the Sunday. <laughs> right? That's what we kept telling you, Philly. If nah, man, y'all just hate. We finna go back to back with NFC Yeah, okay. How this working out? <laughs> The first, the first thing I want to say, the Jets did it like back in 1980 or something, 1980, 1990, like late, mid to late 80s. First team to start off 10-1 and not win the division, like since way back then. <laughs> Only the Eagles, man. <laughs> Only the Eagles. I'm sorry, I, I, I take two weeks off, man, to catch up with my fan and come back and y'all still sorry. How y'all? Still sorry after two weeks, man. Uh, my boy Joe said he want the Rams, the Rams to win, cause I want the Eagles in Dallas. But I think the Rams gonna win, Joe. You still ain't gonna get the Eagles in Dallas, cause they ain't gonna get past Temple. <laughs> you gonna get Baker Mayfield in Dallas? <laughs> well, the Eagles are trash. <laughs> oh boy, he could say, I think the Rams, I think the Rams and Tampa are both gonna win. Exactly. Picking the Packers. Uh, now who who's the one that is that's a hater? They couldn't even beat them with Mike Vrabel having. Mike Vrabel's on his way out the door. Had his bag packed. <laughs> Had his bag packed, right? All right. So Tampa by ten. Yeah, Eagles a hot mess right now. Eagles a hot mess, man. So, yeah, I, I, we'll we get into the game picks a little later. All right, so, Philly, come on down here, man. <laughs> if y'all can get, y'all can get that beat-up wagon out here with no wheels on it. Y'all are, y'all are trash. We kept, I kept telling y'all y'all sorry. I said, Philly, y'all sorry, man. Don't get your hopes up because <laughs> y'all sorry as hell. <laughs> I saw this. Everybody saw this coming. <laughs> All right, so. Let me get it. Let's get a word in from my sponsor. I get myself back together. I'll be right back. Introducing Snapix Podcast Network. Give your voice a platform through podcasting. If you're thinking about starting a podcast or already have one, let us help you. Contact us when you're ready at www.snapixpodcast.com. That's www.snapixpodcast.com. The Snapix Podcast Network. All right, everybody. My boy Joe said, sorry, guys. I was on a different podcast. I thought I was still there. My company's with me for another podcast. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right, ain't no problem, Joe. All right, so let's go over this week's Did You See That Moment. This week's Did You See That Moment comes from the Giants and Eagles game. Let's go check that out. <laughs> Straight three and out. This is a third and eight for Philly. Third and eight for Philly. Jalen, 
Then he drops back. Loads it up. Mandy. Taking oh, a deep shot. <laughs> Terrific defensive play, McKinney. Oh, but he was out of bounds. This guy, he so there's was, he, he that has one. Did it touch the white as he was he leaning forward? The King Gene Steratore is watching these replays <laughs> along with us. Yeah, the, remember the call in the field was incomplete. Hey, Gene, what'd you say? It was, guys, but I tell you what, I think it's an amazing play by Xavier McKinney. I saw a slice of green there, guys, between that right toe and the yeah, out of bounds, and we can see him <laughs> dot the eye. Hey, that's a pick, Zayla. Yeah, that's a pick. Yeah, Zayla, you are the interception king this year, buddy. Mm-hmm. It's funny how I don't know about what we'll talk about interception. Ain't, ain't, they, ain't that funny how they worked out? But anywho. <laughs> anywho, let me get that ball. Give me some game balls out. Well, my boy, you could say I knew it was just a matter of time before Philly fell apart. They never fooled us. We yeah, we knew that. We knew that was fake, man. We knew that was a lie. We were telling them the whole time that we could. We were like, man, y'all need to chill out. Y'all probably want to humble yourself. Because <laughs> that, that ten to one record, y'all not to y'all not a ten to one team. Y'all really more like a six and five team. But you know, you couldn't tell them nothing. Anywho, give a couple game balls out. Uh, Blake Corrin. And Donovan Edwards, of the national champion, Michigan Wolverines. We'll get more to we'll, we'll get get to them. Uh, we'll get to Harbaugh here later on. My dog CD Lamb, right? Chris Hennig getting in the build tonight at our Cowboys. Appreciate you. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. The NFC champs, NFC East champs in the building. Yeah, congratulations, uh, Cowboy Nation. All my Cowboy fans are here. Congratulations on your recent NFC East title that they said we weren't gonna win. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so my dog, C.D. Lamb, right? C.D. Lamb, 13 targets, 13 catches. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? 13 targets, 13 catches, 98 yards, two tubs, right? You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I see I see you could go blue. Yeah, 13 targets. Thir that's some D-hop stuff right there. Didn't drop nothing. Didn't drop nothing. But it's amazing what happens when the receiver actually catches the ball. Ben who? That's neither here nor there. Uh, Nico Collins from the Houston, Texas, 195-yard receiver. The aforementioned Xavier McKinney. Thank you so much, Xavier, for the two picks. <laughs> we loved it. Thank you. Uh, Jordan Love of the, of the Green Bay Packers, 316 yards, two tubs. And Najee Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers, 112 yards and one TD. Now, Pittsburgh still a nice. I told y'all leave Mike Tomlin alone, didn't he? Y'all, y'all had that man bag pack. You probably still gonna get fired. And it got y'all to the playoffs with Mason Rudolph of all people is your quarterback. If if that shouldn't buy him another year, I don't know what the hell should. But anywho, why am I shooting these people out? DJ, if we if we hit that beat for your boy, man. <laughs> All right, Tavis Bates here, Keystone. Keystone sleep in the building. What it do? All right, let's see what y'all got in this conversation, man. Y'all lie. My boy Joe said he was fighting with the Eagle podcast on his other. <laughs> the, Eagles, hey, Eagles, the Eagles can't fight nothing, man. They can't fight a little kid right now, can they? 
Yeah, yeah, them, them boys can't beat egg, man. Don't waste your time with a loser, Joe. <laughs> Don't waste your time with a loser, Joe, man. Come on over here. Come on over here with the NSE champ. <laughs> oh, boy, he could say it, though. They said they were going to be lucky to finish third, man. We was going to be lucky to finish third. Wow. But, yeah, but anywho. All right, so let's get into the question of the day. <laughs> the question of the day. For, for those of you I got it here, the question of the day, feel free to type your answer in the comment section. You know, with my boy Joe and E. Kush and, and Tavis and Chris and Knight, you know, yeah, all, all my fam in the comments. And be free to, to type your uh, answer in there when I ask y'all this, okay? I want, I want to know. I don't know if I'm, if I, if I'm the only one that's in this. So the question of the day is, are the Philadelphia Eagles done? <laughs> Are the Philadelphia Eagles done? Is that eagle cooked? Can we pull it out the oven? Can we stick a fork in it, right? Can we carve it up and go and start serving it off to people? <laughs> Is the eagle fully cooked now, right? Because it's been in the oven for, for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so is the eagle fully cooked, y'all? Hmm. Can we go and pull that eagle out the oven and put a fork in it? Or y'all want to let Baker go and let Baker put a fork in it? My boy, hey, D. Jones in here, that's what's up. He said, Eagles done. One and done. Bucks by seven. You, that's all? I, dude. Darius. Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans going to have a day. Dude. I don't know why I'm feeling like this, Darius. I think Mike Evans going to have a day. Baker Mayfield going to look a little better than what he really is, right? <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So I think I think Mike Evans gonna have a day on him, man. I really do. I think they're gonna win by more than seven. I honestly believe that. Uh, my boy Chris said Eagles, Eagles. Uh, so dumb they concede they basically had the same. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, hell yeah, burning the oven. <laughs> Joe said I'm burning the oven. I'm overcooking. <laughs> so I said should have been for them boys. <laughs> Hey, Renata. Hey, baby girl. How you doing? Well, boy, Dame said they over like 2023. Out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my boy Tavis uh, said da, da, da. they believe the ESPN narrative. High. Yeah, back that was eating it up, wasn't it? Had, had them or uh, that idiot Shady on Fox Sports one time about how had the Eagles flag. I'm talking about really had these folks thinking the Eagles was. <laughs> Like, dude, we see you know we see you, right? Like we see the games. <laughs> like all the reason y'all winning is because y'all going to Miami and not getting one flag thrown on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. As soon as that makes y'all start playing ball, y'all start getting smashed. As soon as they stop helping, y'all start getting smashed. Mobile Chris said they're under tender, but done nonetheless. He said they done. They're a little tender, but they done. <laughs> Seven, including one of ours. By, yeah, exactly. Baby girl, how you still at work? Oh, this was a, how long you got, baby girl? Eagles been in the oven since, th since Thanksgiving. Since San, San Fran really did it to them. San Fran really, and, they did, and I'm going to say this. This is the difference between us and them right here. This is the difference between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Both of us got smashed by San Fran, right? Both of us. But you saw one team said, damn, 
we really is not good as we thought we are. We were. We need to look at ourselves and get better. While the other team folded, just crumbled. The other team just crumbled, right? Wheels fell off, a lot of finger pointing, right? Just it just imploded, right? So shout out, shout out to the Cowboys for taking that one on the chin and looking at themselves and, and bouncing back, right? So ever since that San Fran game, to me, looking back on the highs, like, because we five, the night of we five, I was ready to get Dak out of Dallas. Yeah, I was ready to run Dak clean out of Dallas. Y'all could have y'all could have got rid of y'all could have got Dak for cheap for me. We five. <laughs> right? But but I will say this. Whatever happened in that building, I mean, they came after we five. They've been on the mission, right? So, and that's why I keep talking about the rematch. San Fran, y'all the drag, we gotta slay the dragon, San Fran, right? So I think Dak's really motivated to see them again. My boy could say they got spoon-fed all, all season. They got spoon-fed and babysat. Uh, they should have lost a lot more games than they did. Preach. Eagles, last five games, he said they won in five. So we might be last six games, one in five. You notice the spoon-fed win stopped as soon as Goodell voted. His displeasure with the tush push. Yep. Yep. Well, I got I got another theory too, right? E Cush. So check, hear me out. Hear me out, E Cush. Hear me out. So you know the running joke, joke is that it is scripted, right? That the that the you know the the season is scripted. So just my theory. With Philly hopping out to a 10, 10 and one. And kind of faltering down the stretch, it made the Cowboys. We couldn't afford to rest starters, right? And if you notice, Week 18 was big for us. The TV ratings. It was a lot of seeding going on in that three o'clock slot in Week 18, right? So you remember they uh, they was trying they've been trying to combat sitting players and sitting starters in Week 18. So, but teams like Baltimore and San Fran, you couldn't really avoid it. They had number one seeds locked up. But everybody everybody else pretty much outside of uh, Cleveland because they wasn't going nowhere. They was locked in the five. But everybody else pretty much had to play their starters and fight, fight week 18. So, you know, it, it was a brilliant – I think it was a brilliant job by the puppet masters, right? Dallas, Dallas kind of stayed in striking distance of Philly the whole time. Then the – Wheels fell off of Philly. Dallas kept, you know, was able to get it done. But if you notice, uh, when Dallas lost the two games against Buffalo and Miami, you notice that AFC kind of made a run on the NFC. You, you remember Lamar had a win over Purdy. Tua and Josh Allen had a win over Dak, right? So if you 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 if you just notice, Burrow's hurt. Sean Watson out. So a lot of the top quarterbacks in the AFC, Mahomes not looking well. So the few decent QBs they had in the AFC, they had to get them in the playoffs, right? And we, you know, they they need the wins to get in. So I just, you know, I think it was it was kind of orchestrated that way to kind of make you know make week eighteen watchable, right? Because if if you put the Philly game at twelve o'clock. Cowboys probably sit a couple of people because hey, they oh man, the Giants spanking them. So the Cowboys may sit a couple of people, right? You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, 
I just, I just watch a lot of stuff like that, and it, it, it just seemed a little iffy, a little funny to me that, you know, since Philly jumped out to such a big lead, the Cowboys had to win every game coming down the stretch. They know you couldn't send people in Washington, and they've been trying to they've been trying to keep that from happening for years now. So, you know, uh, you, you're gonna see a lot of that. Uh, the kind of QB Hurst is never built for the long run. Very hard to keep that pace. Yeah. Uh, it's it's gripping when the Cowboys win. <laughs> I know, right? I'm a boy K Boogie and my play cousin. Yeah, but you know, that's why I think Buffalo beat us. Yeah, they needed to get Buffalo in the mix. Exactly, they need to get Buffalo. And I can when, when they were saying that Buffalo really couldn't lose. I said, well, Buffalo not gonna lose another game then. Because they getting Josh Allen. The police believe they're getting Josh Allen in the playoffs. There's no Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? There's no uh there's no Deshaun Watson. Like what quarterback in the AFC outside outside of Josh Allen the tour? You know what I'm saying? So they, they had to get their big name QBs in in, in the dance. So, you know, it is what it is. We we'll, we'll see what happens once all the fireworks uh come out, you know. Pop off. So, so y'all think the Eagles done, right? Uh, Tyreek Hill playing his old team, McCarthy playing Green Bay. Yeah, 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 I got you, Joe. We finna get into that in a minute. All right, let's get to these topics. Get into these topics. All right, so I had a question about the uh, the Jameis Winston incident, right? That's what I thought about the Jameis Winston incident. Uh, scoring the the Saints scoring the late TD on the Falcons. Game pretty much over with. Uh. Jameis Winston lined up victory formation. Excuse me. In the victory formation, like they're gonna take knees and run the clock out, but they hand the ball out, boom, punch it in. What so what what is my take on it? Do I think that was classless? Uh yeah, I think it was class. <laughs> yeah, it was classless. It was classless. But, 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 but at the same time, these are professional athletes. And, you know, I'm <sighs> All right, look. If you're gonna go forward, line up and go forward, right? I t- it, it was that's what I did. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. If you're gonna be classless, then be classless, right? Line up in the jumbo and let the other team know, hey, we finna go for it. <laughs> Don't fake like you finna take. That's that's to me. That's the equivalent of a sucker punch, right? So. Don't have everybody relax thinking you're not finna go for it. And then you go, like, nah, that ain't cool. That ain't cool. Kind of remind me of the Detroit Lions trying to cheat, right? So, uh, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to move on. So, for the last time on the, on, the, on the Detroit play, right? So, what really happened, first of all, it was a legal formation. Before we even hiked about it, was a legal formation. So, no matter who was eligible, the play wasn't going to stand, right? So, but, past that, past that. The Detroit Lions sent three O-linemen to the referees in an attempt to cheat. Ain't no other way to put it. They tried to cheat. So basically, you tried to report 68 is eligible and not have the referees tell Cowboys that 68 was eligible. That is cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating. That is illegal. That's cheating. Right, so the uh, <laughs> the referee has to announce who's eligible, especially in that case, right? So 
you basically tried to cheat and it didn't work. Right? So, <laughs> right? So, it, it, whatever. So, you, and, and those y'all that, that saying you mad, the Lions, you ain't mad that the Lions got cheated because the Lions didn't get you mad because the Cowboys won. And, and, and if uh, good officiating was such a good, was, was the real concern for you, you'd be mad at the tripping call that was absolutely bogus. Because if they don't make that call or they make that call right on the right team, the Lions don't even see the ball again. So you really just mad because the Cowboys won, but you can hate on your mammy because we ain't got time. But, yeah, that, I'm done with that. Oh, uh, <laughs> what we got in this coming sex? Yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna get into the games in a minute. We'll, we'll get into that, Joe. Oh, uh, you know Josh, yeah. Well, you said it, he could, not me, but he is, he is the, you know, he is the golden boy. He could say he's taking the fork in, uh, that's a seven. You know, you on the West Coast, though, baby girl. That's probably, what, about four of my time? Uh, that was my issue. My boy Dane said, yeah, that was my issue with it. They should have just lined up. Yeah, just lined up and run a real play. If you're going to go for it, let them know you're going for it. Like, don't, don't suck a punch. Defense clipping, defense clipping on the offense right over there. <laughs> on, on the offensive game over right there. Yeah, it's over. It's over. If they call defensive tripping, which that's what the real call was, we get the ball first and 10, like on uh, first and 10 on the 10-yard line. We, we taking these. We're running the clock out. Detroit don't even see the ball again. So that's the real call. That's, that's the real call that screwed the game up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Letitia, what's up, baby girl? Well, my boy, he said Stephen A. Man, Stephen A. need to stop. Go on, confess his love for the Cowboys. Stephen A. this morning that Detroit got robbed. How about that tripping call on us? That was Hudson. Interception would have ended the game. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Lions were trying to confuse the ref in the back. They were trying to cheat, Joe. They were trying to cheat. They were trying to cheat. You were trying to. Report six day eligible, and I had the ref tell the Cowboys defense that you were trying to cheat. Ain't no other way to put it. You trying to cheat, and it didn't work. I'm glad it didn't work. <laughs> so, the, so the Madden curses. Who was on the cover of Madden? K Booker. <clears throat> all right, so let's get to all right. So that was that was my take on the Jameis Winston situation. So, Oh, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but a lot of interesting things happened in the coaching ranks today, right? You had, of course, you know Harbaugh was coming back to the they, well, they say Harbaugh was coming back to the NFL. You had Nick Saban step down, right? Uh, you had Pete Carroll get fired. We we all think Pete Carroll got fired, so we think Pete Carroll got fired on the day off, and so did Mike Vrabel. <laughs> Mike Vrabel got fired on the day off as well, <laughs> and uh, and they said Bel Belichick probably not gonna be back either. Right, so it's going to be a lot of, like, this coaching carousel is going to be a trip. You got Harbaugh coming back with a plethora of options. Like, everybody want, whoever, everybody that has a coaching vacancy wants Harbaugh, right? Um, what I'm afraid of is Pete Carroll stepping down in Seattle and taking a consultant, like a advisory role, advisory role or whatnot, and everybody wants Dan Quinn. That, that's what I'm, I am, I'm highly concerned that Dan Quinn is going to want to go back to Seattle as the, as the head coach, right? And it makes sense. Even though I, I hate to see Dan Quinn go, it makes sense. 
for Seattle, right? Uh, legendary coach and Pete Carroll. Let him step down. Then you bring the guy that was that built the Legion of Bone back, right? Makes sense. It makes sense, right? So I just, I just, and they say Jerry adjusted his contract. You know, probably gave him a, a nice raise. Try to keep him here, but I just, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because I really, I really want, I, I really want Dan Quinn to stay in Dallas. But you know, he's done such an awesome job with this defense. I don't, we're not gonna keep him forever. Somebody, you know, we, he eventually gonna get plucked from us. Uh, but boy, you could say Detroit outsmarted themselves. They also got three chances to just kick the extra point. Now that's what I'm tripping off. So, so when they threw the flag because you lined up illegally and tried to cheat, basically, why not just kick their support? I honestly, because I honestly think they beat us in overtime. I ain't gonna lie to you. I think if they kick their support and go to overtime, I think Detroit wins that game in overtime. I really do, because they had all the momentum going into the. Uh, Going into overtime, I think they would have beat us in overtime. But now, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm a okay with this decision. But I, yeah, I, you know, I don't understand not kicking the extra point because you got your plate nullified. You threw a pick after the pick. They got nullified by the outside. I'm definitely kicking the extra point. Like what else you need to see? You're not gonna get this two point conversion. <laughs> like what else? What else do you, after that second one, what else do you need to see? You're not getting the two-point conversion. You lined up illegally. They didn't let you do it. You threw a pick, but luckily for you, Michael Parsons was offside. Dude, kick that point and go to overtime. <laughs> right? But, nah, he, he want to win it right then. All right, so whatever. I, I thank him for it, though, because he got us a two-seat. Yeah, you about right, he cuz. He, he the hottest thing. He the hottest uh, candidate right now. Uh, do you really think Dan Quinn wants to wants to see out a job? He would be facing the Forty Nineers twice a year, but you know he built the Legion of Boom, though, Joe. So, yeah, I I think that's perfect for Quinn and Seattle. I hate to say it, but I, I really do. I I really don't think Quinn leaves before we win the chip. He look he he do he do. So, and to your point, E. Kush, hopefully we will finish the deal this year, right? If we can get in there and, and get the chip, that'll be perfect. Then we can send Quinn off to Seattle, right? It all, all will be right, right in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, well, well, Chris said, now that we got the ball first. Well, you I, you, you know what? You may be right, Chris. Because when I said the first thing I thought about is that coin toss, you know, where they had to win that coin toss. But they really couldn't stop that. That can't got going. That can't got going on them, right? So, I don't know, right? Yeah, so maybe not. But uh, back, back, back on. Y'all got me all off script in this comment section. Said Dan Quinn has always been a better DC. Yeah, he has been DC the head coach. I think he happy in Dallas. I hope he happy in Dallas, and I hope Jerry, you know, can you can convince him to stay. <laughs> Cause, dude, that defense, man. Oh, uh, but. With all the coaching vacancies, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I can see Vrabel going back to New England, just like Quinn going back to Seattle makes sense. I think Vrabel taking over for better taking New England makes sense, right? Uh, I don't. Nick Saban just kind of threw me for. I did not see Nick Saban stepping down, and you know everybody hollering Dion, but I don't, I don't think Dion. I don't know who the hell is going to take over in Alabama. Like that's that's going that's the job. So I want to see who's going to take over in Alabama. But um, yeah, I just I hope we can keep the I hope we can keep Dan Quinn, man. I really do. 
I, I, I like Quinn. I love uh, what he has brought to this team. Right? So I hope we can keep that. But I, I know we're going to be able to keep that forever. All right. So let's uh, get into Dak. I'm going to see what my boy Big Mike got for me. So this is my assessment on Dak. Like I remember I told you after week five, after week five, after San Francisco, I was ready to get rid of Dak. I said, look, we're not winning nothing with Dak and QB. <laughs> like, we're not going to win nothing with this dude in QB. <laughs> I, was, I was totally disgusted with Dak, right? But since that game, I, I can't lie, since that game, like, Dak has really elevated his play. Like, he he's went – you think Jimbo Fisher going to Bama K Boogie? My boy, he could say I love Vrabel. I was surprised he got fired. He did. He did. He did. He did. I think I think Vrabel deserved uh, another year, another chance. But uh, yeah, but Dak though, uh, the throws that Dak has really elevated his play. Uh, you know, I, I did a film breakdown early in the year. Talking about the slot reads, Dak not seeing the same throws, right? Dak's been making that same throw with regularity. Uh, he's just been making a lot of highlights. Like that throw to Tobit, that touchdown throw to Tobit was very, was, oh my God. Like for him to throw that ball back shoulder, Tobit wasn't even that, in, in, going into his break, but he back shoulder up and how high in the way was only going to be, uh, it's either going to be a touchdown or incompletion, right? That's, and, that's, and that's what you want from your QB. Like throwing guys open, dropping dimes, dropping the ball in the bucket. The, the touchdown throw to Brandon Cooks was an absolute dime, right? He been hitting Ferg up the scene with absolute dimes all season. So, I mean, it was since the San Francisco game. So, I'm I'm just saying, man, maybe, maybe Dak's not a game manager anymore, right? We, we used to say, hey, Dak, don't, don't wreck the Ferrari, you know? Hey, Dak, just keep it in the middle of the road. Don't drive fast. Don't do too much. Don't wreck the car. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dion's son. <laughs> Dion's son out of order. Shadur said, Shadur put the tweet up. I Alabama players tap in. <laughs> it's dirty, man. How you going? <laughs> Dirty. And you know what? A couple of them gonna tap in too. Yeah, Dion gonna Dion gonna gain some players from this. <laughs> Dion gonna gain some players for this. But um, uh, but back to Dak though. I think we are we I think we are seeing an evolution. Like right before our eyes, we are seeing Dak evolve into a top three quarterback. Cause if you look, you can't at this point you can't even argue with his numbers. Leading the league in touchdown passes, least interceptions, right? Bottom of the league in interceptions. Uh Right, not not many for not many fumbles. Like he's taking care of the ball and he's putting the ball in the end zone. Right, run game. We don't have a dominating run game. This offense goes as that goes. Right, so it was nice to see uh, have a Tony Pollard side in week eighteen, but for the most part, it's been Dak's arm. It's been Dak. Right, and and that's and that's why I was so critical of Dak in the beginning of the season because. Or the way this this offense is, it's on Dak. Dak has to play at a high level. Dak has to elevate himself. He has to elevate the guys around him in order for us to go where we want to be. 
right? So Dak is answering the bell. As of now, Dak is answering the bell. If this Dak Prescott shows up in the playoffs, Cowboys gonna be here for anybody. Any anybody. If if Dak can keep making that same throw like he is, and the command of the offense that he has, the Cowboys gonna be here for anybody. Now, only question I have is can he take this command of the offense into San Francisco and still be effective? Can this defense, with their newfound uh, toughness in the run game, right? Because they've been, they've been doing pretty decent stopping the run the last couple of weeks. So can they can they take that into San Francisco, right? So those those are the questions I have, but we got to get past Green Bay first. But I, can't, I, I think we are witnessing the evolution with Dak Prescott right before our eyes. I really do. I think Dak is uh, taking this step to the next level. But boy, you could say, hold on, hold on. Dak and Big Mike uh, have a great relationship, and that's the difference here. Yeah. Mike McCarthy is definitely, definitely the difference in Dak. He, because he, I, I, I don't recall Dak ever looking this good. Dak is ready. He shattered his own ceiling. That's all we, that's all we was waiting for. You ain't lying, he could. With Dak balling like this, nobody stopping us. Yeah, we're going to be a tough out. We're going to be a tough out, Joe. If Dak can show up like that in the playoffs, we're going to be a tough out. Uh, nobody can stop us. Uh, Dak wasn't playing like this yet when we played the Niners. Uh, when we played the Niners, nobody can beat us right now except for us. Yeah, we are our own worst enemy. A lot of that was Kellen Moore not being able to use that guy's skill. And we have a fullback, you know, fullback and Brandon Cooks. I don't know, cause look, I'm gonna be honest. Since we, since you brought Kelly Moore, Chris, I'm gonna be honest. I thought we would really see uh, Kelly Moore's vision in LA. Uh, well, for what Kelly Moore wants to do on offense, Justin Herbert was perfect for him. He was perfect for what he wanted to do on offense, and I expect the fireworks in LA. I ain't gonna lie. I said Justin Herbert, he got the type of quarterback he needs to do what he wants to do. I'm just, I was expecting fireworks, right? And it was it was a dud. It was a, it was a real dud. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't get what I thought I was gonna get. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get what I thought I was gonna get out of the offense in LA, man. It, it was it was it was nah, nah. So with with also which also pushed the rest of the Dak Prescott and Justin Herbert debate as well, right? Same coordinator. When Dak was running the killing offense, Dak was had the number one offense in the league, right? Herbert, not so much. And and Herbert had weapons. He got he had weapons, right? So it's not like Herbert didn't have anybody to throw to. Herbert had weapons. Oh, uh, nobody can stop y'all. Have, have y'all not seen that team in San Francisco? Dude. Yeah, I seen the team in San Francisco. Oh, dang. I, and I saw and when we lost to him last year in the playoffs, what I say? It's all on deck. Guys were, guys were bucket naked on the back end of that playoff game. Just bucket naked. Gone. Wide open. In the news. I'm talking about gone. Right? That couldn't get the ball to him. So, that's, and that's been the difference. Same thing in week five. Guys open on the back end. Dak not seeing it. Dak not getting the ball to him. Right? So, that's been the problem. That's been the problem. It's not 
I hadn't seen San Fran lock lock us down yet. It's been the QB hasn't elevated him. The QB hasn't played well enough to take advantage of the opportunities that they were presented to him because they were playing the opportunities in both games. A forty-two to ten beat down. There were opportunities on the back end, uh, and and the, uh, the playoff loss last year. There were opportunities on the back end. Right. So I'm just saying, if if this deck shows up and he's the, the guys like how Michael Gallup was wide open in the playoffs last year, gone. Dak makes that throw this year. From the, the Dak I'm seeing, he makes that throw. So, guys been open in, in the uh, San Francisco secondary the last two, last two, three times we played them. I'm just going to be honest. The QB just hadn't seen him and hadn't got the ball to him. But the way Dak is seeing the field now, if guys are getting, I guarantee you, guys get open like that, and this line is holding up halfway decent, yeah, it's going to be a problem. And, and, and now y'all won't stop us, dang. <laughs> now y'all won't. But, you know, we'll see. Hopefully we get hopefully we get to answer that question. My boy K Boogie said, wish we had a running game, though, uh, against the better teams. We can't be one-dimensional. Yeah, you right about that. Uh, exactly. Kelly Moore to turn Dak into a, a black Kelly Moore. <laughs> I'm hoping Killing Moore comes to Philly and take over. Joe said Philly need to have Killing Moore as their offense coordinator. Man, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great, Joe, if that can happen. <laughs> what Dame said, you know I don't want to play y'all. I'm just commenting from the words nobody want to see y'all. No, I'm just... So, okay, so when we say nobody want to see us, we're not saying nobody's – we're not saying teams are afraid of us, Dane, because everybody thinks Cowboys are soft. Cowboys just – you punch them in the mouth, they're going to roll over and play dead, right? But this team a little different, right? I, I think Mike McCarthy – and Mike McCarthy, let's, let's not forget, Mike McCarthy has been to the mountaintop. He has been to the mountaintop, so he knows what it takes. Dan Quinn has been to the mountaintop. He knows what it takes, right? So, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, and especially that that Bud Whip and San Fran put on us week five, you think they don't want to? You you think they don't want to rematch? Right, so, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 dude. (laughs) I'm going to say this. The San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers do not have a guy on the back end of God City Lamb. They do not. They do not. So, like I said, if if this O-line can keep Dak halfway decent and, and Dak can do what he's been doing all season, we're tough out for anybody. Anybody in this anybody in this league, Baltimore Clue. Right? So that's just how I feel. Well, uh, all right, let me get to these game picks, right? Pick these wild card games and I'm gonna slide on out of. Yeah. Plus, this is never a system. Ah, oh, this is a newer system. He pretty much got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he, it's another thing too. We we not realize this is a totally new offense, right? And it it takes time. And, and but look like Dak has full control of it now. My boy K Boogie said he want all the smoke with the Niners. Yeah, they the dragon. They the, we gotta slay the dragon if we want with ours, man. We gotta slay the dragon. 
So and it and it's always it's like the good old days, right? It's, it's San Fran in the way again. We got to get past San Fran, right? So and 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 that's why I had respect for San Fran because it's always them. But what K Boogie said, he told Fred one went all the smoke. Hey K Boogie, did you see the video? Of Tyler Smith ragdolling Fred Warner in the week five game. Like they kind of got they kind of got swept on the rug, right? <laughs> they didn't want to show that. They didn't want to show the Cowboys getting bullied. But they didn't want to they didn't. I saw I I saw that clip for the first time, maybe like three days. I said, wow, Tyler Smith did Fred Warner like that. <laughs> yeah, anywho. All right, so let me go to the phone, see what my boy Big Mike got. We're gonna pick these games and get on out of here. What up, Cowboy Ron? What's going on? Man, it's playoff time. And this is Big Mike. And ooh-wee, it's getting ready to be mighty tight. And ain't nobody going down without a fight. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys got the number two seed, but we need to make them all bleed. It's the NFC. It's the AFC. And may the best team win. You know what I'm saying, baby? Some playing in the indoors, some playing in the cold. But nothing else matter but the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> well, enough of that. I got some money in my sack. I got some money in my hat. And I'm going all in. So all I need for you is to tell me who's going to win. Come on, Cowboy Ron. Tell me what's going on, baby. Yeah, I hear you, Big Mike. That's my dog, man. <laughs> All right, DJ, drop that beat for me. We're going to get into it. Joe, I got you, though. Nah, not that beat, though, the beat. <laughs> so, my boy Joe said, you never know. The L.A. Rams might beat Detroit, and they have a good shot of beating the 49 Joe, you are preaching. Right? So, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get into these games, right? So, if you can recall... The only team that the 49ers didn't beat by double digits were who? The LA Rams. The LA Rams. Everybody else they beat, they smashed. But they squeaked, they got past, it was, uh, they, they beat the Rams by single digits. Sean McVay knows how to play this team, right? Matthew Stafford is looking really good. <laughs> Matthew Stafford is almost looking like Super Bowl Matthew Stafford, right? That Baltimore game, I, man, Matthew Stafford looked amazing in the Baltimore game, even though they lost. But, man, he gave that Baltimore defense all they wanted. He was dropping dimes all on, all on top of their head. You know what I'm saying? So, the Rams are not an easy out right now, and I do not envy the Detroit Lions. Because, mm -mm, I'm straight. I'm cool with what we got. <laughs> I'm cool with what we got. Because I honestly think the Rams are going to be a handful in the playoffs. All right, so first we got my boy Jones and LA Rams are rolling right now. Yeah, 5-1. If we win a Super Bowl this year, can we all agree that Jimmy Johnson Curtis says, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to go a step further because if we get to the NFC Championship game, we can all agree that the Jimmy Johnson Curtis has been lifted. Yeah, because we ain't been to the NFC Championship game. All right, so NFC Championship game for me. Yeah, but we're officially over the hump. We contended for a Super Bowl, which we hadn't done in forever, right? So, uh, Eagles, Bucks, and Tampa. 
Eagles, Bucks, and Tampa. I have seen nothing, absolutely nothing, from the Philadelphia Eagles, which suggests to me that they are ready to play a playoff game. They look like a hot mess, right? Mike Evans has been balling. Baker Mayfield been lit. Baker Mayfield's been solid, right? So solid Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, terrible Philly defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I I, I see Mike Evans having a game. I do. I see Mike Evans having a game against his bad secondary. Uh, give me the Bucks at home, man. Give me the Bucks at home. Philly, y'all better hope I'm wrong. Cause if y'all want it done, oh my, oh my Philly. Oh man, I'm gonna have a ball next Wednesday. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have a ball next Wednesday. Feeling y'all want it done, man. Yeah, so my boy Joe said he got he got Tampa too. I see you here, Bama, Rebel the Rebel the Niners. All I can say is just win division around. Cause y'all losing division around, you know it's over, right? Alright, so which brings me to the next game. Rams line. I think Tampa win by at least 10 2 weeks. Uh, Rams, Lions in Detroit. I do not trust the Detroit Lions. I told y'all I'm, I'm, I'm slick skin of the Rams. I am. Kyrie Williams, Matt Stafford looking like he ready to win the Super Bowl again. The Rams are not going to be an easy out. Detroit is suspect. Give me the Rams to upset the uh, Lions in Detroit. Uh, Packers, Cowboys in Dallas were they 16 in the old last two seasons. Who you think I'm picking? Who you think I'm picking, right? So, I think the difference in this game would be Michael Parsons. I think they're going to try to double, triple, or whatever. They're going to do what they're going to do with Michael Parsons. But the other guy, I think the other guys will eventually take the game over, right? And they're going to eventually have to let Michael Parsons lose. Because they're not going to be able to double and triple Michael Parsons and keep the other guys at bay as well. So, I think the other guys will force them to play on this up front. Michael will eventually make a uh, play or two, wreck the game. Cowboys run off a whole bunch of them, right? Uh, my boy, you could say it doesn't get much worse than getting beat by Baker, the faker. Yeah, ask Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh tell you about that. But what Bam said, y'all going to have problems with Green Bay. Green Bay got a nice squad, man. They got four nice, uh, four, four nice young receivers, you know. But the defense, they 28. Look, look, Bam. It's only 32 teams in the league. The Green Bay Packers are number 28 against the run. I'm gonna say that again. The Green Bay Packers are number 28 against the run. We desperately want to get Tony Pollard going. So what you think gonna happen, right? So if, if we can get to, if we get Tony Pollard going in this run game, you have no shot of stopping this offense. In Dallas, you getting forty hung on you. You getting forty hung on you. So you get you getting forty hung on you. This defense not gonna allow forty points to uh Jordan Love. I don't see it. So I, I, maybe early Bama, maybe first quarter, maybe they come out like Washington. Throwing the kitchen sink at us, you know what I'm saying? Whole bunch of funk, uh, fake punts, trick plays, all that. But eventually, you're gonna have to line up and play football, and I think that talent gap is gonna show itself, right? So I think Dallas will pull off uh, from from the Packers at some point. 
my boy DJ Walker said the Browns. He a Brown. Hey, Browns, Browns, to me, the Browns are the Rams in the AFC. Like, that, that's a team you really don't want to see in the AFC. Green Bay ain't on the same level. They don't belong. Talk to them, E-Cook. Now, E-Cook, now you see how they on there saying we're going to have problems with Green Bay. Now, as soon as we beat Green Bay 40 to 18, they're going to say we ain't played nobody. <laughs> in the playoffs, E-Cook, they're going to say we ain't played nobody in the playoffs. Uh, Cowboys giving Green Bay a 40. Yeah, 40 burger with extra cheese. Say we're going to get Sal, put sauerkraut on there since they from Milwaukee. You know, make them feel at home. <laughs> Jordan Love would try to test Bland, and he would pay the price. Yeah, so if, well, you know, Christian Watson towards Bland at, uh, last year and Roger was there, but Christian Watson got a hamstring, and if you do play, he ain't going to be all, right, all, all the way. To, he ain't going to be quite right. And Bland is not the same Bland. Like, that ain't what you want. <laughs> that ain't the guy to pick on. Rams by three over the lines. Yeah, I think the Rams gonna get them, man. Now nah, the Browns ain't no joke. Browns ain't no joke. All right, so speaking of the Browns, Browns versus Texans in Houston, right? Going over to the AFC side, though. Browns versus Texans in Houston. I do not trust. See that shroud? A bad boy, don't get me wrong. He should win rookie of the year. All that. But that Cleveland Brown defense ain't no joke by no stretch of the imagination, right? They held Joe Burrow to 82-yard passing for the whole entire game, right? So, rookie C.J. Stroud, nah, this is going to be ugly. This is going to be ugly. I think the Browns baptized the Texans, right? Well, give me the Browns whole bunch of a little in that game. My boy, you could say it. They've been singing that song since week one. But here we are in the same boat as everyone. <laughs> Breezy, cuz. <laughs> Give me the Browns, whole bunch of a little. I don't trust a rookie QB against that defense. I think that defense uh, wrecks the game, take it over. Uh, Dolphins, Chiefs, in Kansas City, it's gonna be cold as hell. Like zero degrees, right? Not for not saucy, man. The Miami boys don't want none of that. Miami boys don't want none of that, man. They don't want to play in no zero degree weather. And we try to get the hell out of there, man. Give me the Chiefs, right? So that, that was my initial thought. But then I'm looking at Bruce Irvin. The Miami Dolphins went and added Bruce Irvin and Justin Houston. Uh, secondary already nice with Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, right? So I think the Justin Houston and uh, Bruce Irvin addition will kind of offset some of you know some of the losses they have <sighs> i don't know man i don't know i honestly don't know i it's hard for me to pick against the chiefs at home it really is but i don't tyree gonna miss me i did not really think tyree really i think tyree gonna i think we're gonna see a, a herculean effort from tyree so with that being said give me the dolphins very by field goal I think, but this is contingent upon Tyreek having a monster game. Like Tyreek going for like a buck thirty or something. You know what I'm saying? Just torsion guy. So I think I think you know Tyreek will probably go off in their edge. Can't sit at home. Uh, Steelers, Bills, and Buffalo. Boy, this gonna be an ass whooping like no other. <laughs> Pittsburgh, I'm finna have fun with y'all going out the door, my boy. 
No TJ Watt? No TJ Watt. They they praising, they singing Josh Allen's praises, right? Y'all in the wrong place at the wrong time, Pittsburgh. Y'all were lame duck. <laughs> Y'all lame duck, man. So give me the Bills whole bunch to a little, right? Don't say I ain't never did nothing for you. All right. My boy Josie wouldn't be surprised if Miami win. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, I think Miami win. I think Tyree goes off, but I, it's really hard for me to pick against the Chiefs at home, man. It really is. But I, I think, I think, I think Miami. I think Tyree could be the difference. I think Tyree plays for Miami and not uh Kansas City, and I think that'll be the difference in the game. My boy, he could say he going Chiefs because they had a playoff experience. Yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo for the smash Pittsburgh, man. All right, so that's it for me, y'all. I'm about to slide on out of here. So next Wednesday, same bad time, same bad channel. Hopefully, we'll be celebrating the Cowboys' playoff victory, right? If I ain't mistaken, I think we ain't. Aren't the Cowboys, like, at the top of the list for most playoffs? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I think I'm pretty sure we all, but don't worry about it. Uh, hopefully, this Wednesday I'll, I'll be celebrating a playoff win, right? And we'll see. We'll be seeing who's next to come to Dallas. But until then, Mr. Cowboy Nation is challenging you not to be good, but to be great. Go Cowboys.